my beautiful friends. Welcome to the Reiki Rant Podcast. My name is Jesse Wagner, and I'm so excited to bring you our very first episode. I'm not going to lie, I'm actually a little bit more nervous than I had expected to be, um, but I just decided today was the day. I keep pushing it off. I keep waiting for the perfect silent moment that I have and the perfect time and all of the things, and if I keep waiting, it will never happen. So I'm here in my living room just praying that my three-year-old doesn't come out and mess everything up, but um, we're going to do it today. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that one day we will all look back on this first episode and see so much growth, but it's really kind of a cool place to be starting from scratch and just knowing that there's so much growth and so much um, journey ahead. So thanks for being here with me. Um, our first episode is going to be about one of my absolute favorite topics. Um, what I believe is the foundation for growth and what I believe is, as I said, if you've read the description or the Instagram post that if you feel like you're doing all of the right things, you're getting up early in the morning and you have your morning routine and you use sage and you meditate and you have all the crystals and you drink cacao and you do yoga and all these things, you're like checking all the boxes and having gratitude and blah, 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 all this stuff. And you're like, why isn't it happening for me? Why am I still miserable? Why am I not manifesting the things that I want? Whatever it is, there just feels like something missing Well, what I am going to share is probably where it's coming for you. And I see this literally all the time. I saw it as a mental health therapist. I see it in my Reiki um, clients and I see it in friends and family and, you know, just constantly. And I see it in Facebook posts and so many things um, that it really is just probably the hardest part. And that's probably why everyone's missing it. Not everyone. There are a lot of people who you know, have worked really hard on this as well. But um, these people who are still super negative, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so grateful. But then anytime something happens, they're super negative. Anytime, you know, someone hurts them, they're still playing the victim. Like there's so many things that um, contribute to missing this factor. And a really big thing is that people are still letting a diagnosis dictate their life. And what I mean by that is I, first of all, am a mental health therapist. So I very much believe that mental health struggles are real. I very much believe that, you know, we are are hardwired in some ways. And we also have been conditioned in a lot of ways um, that, you know, impact our thoughts and feelings and things like that. But what I really know to be true is that allowing a diagnosis to dictate what happens to you is really going to impact you in a lot of negative ways. So it's okay to have anxious feelings. It's okay to have feelings of depression. And it's okay to check all the boxes to have a diagnosis of anxiety, depression, what have you. And it's okay if you have that for the rest of your life. If you can check all those boxes your whole rest of your life, it's not something that you need cured from necessarily. But what I'm saying is the more that you embody that diagnosis as your identity, and maybe it's not a diagnosis, maybe it's your trauma, maybe it's, you know, 
what you've always been told. Maybe it's this, you know, whatever. There's so many things. As long as you continue to own that as your identity, you're not going to heal. And so the number one thing that comes into play to actually be, like I said, the foundation for growth is personal responsibility and self-awareness. Those are kind of one and the same, but a little bit different. But what happens is, is we don't take personal responsibility. We think that life just happens to us and we're not in any control of it. We're not aware of our own triggers, of the way we come across to people, of the way we allow ourselves to own our identity as our trauma and our diagnoses. And so what I want to tell you is, you know, kind of how to, how to, how to take personal responsibility, how to become a little bit more self-aware and how important it is. And honestly, I would argue that a lot of us are more self-aware than we kind of let on because it's easier to just kind of blame it on something else, pretend it's not happening because being different than you've always been, even if you know it's going to be better, can be really uncomfortable. If you have always been the person who's miserable, people don't know you as the person who's happy. So put so becoming this person who's actually happy and fulfilled almost feels fake because you're like, oh, There's people out in this world that really know me. There's people out in this world who know that I had a mental breakdown yesterday. I can't pretend that life is all good and happy. And that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm not saying to pretend nothing bad ever happens or to pretend that you're always happy because that's not the point either. The point is not to always put a mask on and be happy and, and put your feelings to the side. The point is to feel all of your feelings. And that's probably number one is to dig deeper and deeper beyond those feelings. So if you're feeling anxious, forget for a second that you've been diagnosed with anxiety. And again, this is just an example. If you're feeling anxious, forget for a second that you've been diagnosed with anxiety and look at what's lying beneath that. What's really making you feel anxious? Is it going out with, um, going to a new event with new people and what's really making you feel anxious is talking to people. So let's dig a little bit deeper than that. What's really making you anxious about talking to people? Is it the words that are going to come out of your mouth? Is it that they're going to find out that you're not as happy as you pretend to be or that you're not as spiritual as you think you are or whatever it is? Or that you don't have enough value to offer other people or that last, you know, one time when you were a kid, you met some new friends and they made fun of you and you're afraid of that happening again. Like what is really beyond that besides just I'm feeling anxious? Start to dig a little bit deeper and this is where the shadow work starts to come in. If you've never done shadow work or you're not super familiar with that term or what that really means. Shadow work is just kind of examining the parts of ourselves that might be in the dark for different reasons. So 
shining a light on those and recognizing why it is we feel the way that we do. The parts of us that we're not always super proud of. But again, the biggest part of this process is giving yourself grace. So it's okay to acknowledge that sometimes you do a certain thing or treat people a certain way. I like can't even think of a good example, but you know, I, so honestly, I feel like lying is such a good one because I feel like this is one that I really struggle with not actually lying, but when people lie to me and, or hide something or whatever, I get like, so ticked off. I'm like, why, like, why lie? Like, just, just be honest, blah, 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 blah. But then I realize that not everyone can be honest and it's not that they have bad intentions. So let's talk about that a little bit because like I said, I feel like this applies to a lot of people because I am someone who has always kind of been very much of an open book and which is why I feel like a, in a position to share the things that I share because I've always been really transparent with my journey. I've always really... um not that I've never cared what what people think about me, but I've always seen the value in sharing the vulnerability and how much that really overpowers the, the need to hide or the need to lie or the need to whatever. So, so for me, it's hard because I get real annoyed when people lie, but I'm, but then I start to like kind of look at it and say like, you know, what's behind this? Most people aren't lying to deceive you or to get something from you. Most of the time, they just don't feel good enough about themselves to be honest. So if you find yourself lying about like your habits or lying to yourself about how much you actually meditate or or your friends or whatever, or, you know, just telling like not being able to, to fully be authentic, then look a little bit harder at that. It doesn't mean that you beat yourself up like, oh, there I go again. I couldn't just be honest about this situation or because you're people pleasing. A lot of times we're people pleasing. Do you ever try to lie about, you know, not going somewhere because, you know, your cat's sick or something and you're beating yourself up because you couldn't just be honest. So again, apply this to whatever it makes sense for you. But doing the shadow work is recognizing where those kind of faults are. I don't even like to call it faults, but it's recognizing that and saying, why do I do this? And what can I do to change it? Something that my beautiful friend Katie Kelly always says to me is action conquers fear. And so if it is that, um, you know, going back to that example of going out with friends, you can feel anxious, you can want to lie and say you're sick or whatever it is, but taking the action to just do it anyway is the best way to start to overcome that fear. So again, you don't just have to be the person who says, oh, I just don't like meeting new people. There is no trait that you can have that has to stay with you forever. I'm going to repeat that. There is no trait that you could have that has to stay with you forever. So think about that for a second. It was 11, it was 11.44 when I just said that, which is really amazing. Um, 11 minutes and 44 seconds, I mean, so that was cool. But um, there, we, 
embody these traits just like we embody these diagnoses and embody our trauma and think that this is just the way that we have to be. But taking on that personal responsibility piece means that we actively and consciously choose to do something different because we don't like feeling that way. And again, it can be hard because it is comfortable being that person who doesn't like to meet new people. It's a lot easier to just continue not meeting new people than it is to go out and meet new people and become the person who loves meeting new people. And maybe you're never going to love meeting new people. But again, I'm using kind of a, a more superficial example of what really happens with the way we feel about ourselves because of the things that have happened to us and our trauma. So maybe we go a little bit deeper and we look at loving yourself. Maybe you just don't believe that you will ever be the person who can love themselves, who can feel confident, who can be their most authentic self and live their most whole and fulfilled life based on what they value. Um, So in this way, we decide to take inventory of those feelings and what is you know, preventing us from really loving ourselves and taking responsibility to change it. It's, and so this is not something, this is the other piece. This is not something you decide to do right this second. And then it changes forever. All of a sudden you're like, Oh, I know my flaws. I know this, I know this, I know this, and I'm going to just do this differently now. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not going to (laughs) work, that this is a journey that this is actively changing your thoughts and your words. You will catch yourself responding to people the same way that you always have because it's ingrained in you at this point. You will catch yourself responding to situations the same way that you always have. I This comes up so much in my Reiki sessions that people respond to something the way that they're used to responding even though the feeling isn't the same anymore. So that's another thing that I want to repeat. People respond to a situation the same way that they always have, even if that situation doesn't elicit the same feeling that it always has. So maybe when we go back to the example of going out and to meet new friends, maybe you're so used to feeling anxious that you start making yourself feel anxious, but then you stop for a minute and say, am I even feeling this way still? And that is growth. Being able to recognize that I'm no longer feeling these feelings, I don't have to be that person anymore. That is brave and that is growth. So pay attention to how you respond to things. Pay attention to what the people around you say, because I think this is another thing that um, makes it hard in two ways. A, it makes it hard because, again, people have expectations of you. People in their own comfort zone need you to be a certain way, whether it's solidarity and misery or whether it's just, you know, you're always the person they can come to who will be miserable with them or whatever it is or drink with them or whatever it is. And 
um, so pay attention to how people, how people respond to you, because I promise the way that you, the more that you change the, it will, it will have, you will have some resistance in that, but you'll start to notice the way other people's vibration starts to change, the energy in the room starts to change when you decide to take the initiative and change it. But also pay attention for the things that people might um, challenge you on. It It's really hard for me sometimes because most people who come to me, and, and again, this was as a therapist and as a Reiki practitioner and coach and all the things that I do, or just conversations with people, because I tend to have these kind of conversations with people just sitting at soul space or sitting wherever, whatever, Instagram, whatever it is. And it becomes hard because most people who come to me talking about these things really do have a lot of self-awareness, really do want to take personal responsibility, really do want to make a change. But I have a lot of people who still come and make excuses and say, well, this person didn't do this and this person did this and this happened to me and this isn't going to get better and this is really hard. And all of those things are totally valid most of the time. But the only thing that we can do is focus on our own vibration. That is the number one most important thing always. I will always tell people that. The most important thing you can do is focus on your own vibration. You vibrating high allows you to feel better, allows you to impact the world better, allows you to be more productive if that's what you're trying to do, allows you to love more fiercely. It allows you to just live a better, more more fulfilled life. And that has a massive ripple effect that you will never even truly see how much that ripple effect impacts the world, not just the people sitting next to you, not just the people experiencing that, but it really, really has a ripple effect on the world. And so um, again, going off, going off on a little bit, a little bit of a rant there, but so taking that personal responsibility to only focus on your vibration takes away all of those excuses because if you can recognize why that event, why that person lying to me, why this person doing this, why the thing that this person did 3,000 years ago and why, you know, this person's in this situation and I don't know, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's just going to be hard while I deal with this or whatever it is. None of those situations have to impact you and your growth if you just choose to become aware enough of your own shit to make a change. And so... If someone tries to nudge you in that direction, it's it's like everything that comes, all the feeling, anytime you have a negative feeling, you have to bring it back to you. Anytime you have a negative feeling, bring it back to you and your role in this. And once again, this is not about beating ourselves up. This is not about saying that you're wrong. This is about taking personal responsibility. So if you're noticing you're feeling hurt, bring it back to you. Instead of looking at all of your outside circumstances and all of the other things that people do, 
bring it back to you and your piece of this and your triggers. And once you truly have clarity on that, that again, doesn't have to be right in that second, then you can make a decision on how to respond. And when you do this, not only are you going to vibrate higher, but you're going to have healthier, happier relationships with your family, with your partner, with your kids, with your business partner, if you're always looking at your own triggers. And again, then you might make some decisions. Then you might make some decisions to change who you spend time with. If you are knowing how you feel and taking responsibility for your piece of it, you can let people go with love and light, not with resentment, not with blame, not with anger, but you can then decide that doesn't. So having personal responsibility, this is another really important piece, having personal responsibility and self-awareness and knowing your triggers does not mean that you have to take people's bullshit. It doesn't mean that you deserve to continue to be hurt just because you're like, oh, well, I should have done this. That's not what we're talking about here. This empowers you to make a choice of how and with who you choose to spend your time to once again continue to work on your own vibration. So with all of that being said, having that personal responsibility and that self-awareness means taking inventory of your thoughts and your feelings, taking inventory of your actions. How do you actually live your day? Are you consistently practicing the things that you know make you feel better? So again, all the meditation, the cacao, the Reiki, all those things are super important for your growth and super important for your vibration, but they're not the only thing if you're not actually taking responsibility for um, yourself. It's almost like cooking all the healthy foods and then not eating it. Like, how are you actually going to absorb all of the goodness from what you're doing if you're not taking the responsibility um, for your own self-awareness? But again, the grace. The grace is the most important part because loving yourself through this is the only way you're going to succeed. And by succeed, I mean live a happy, fulfilled life. I don't mean success although with this awareness comes abundance and all of the things but I mean success in just living fulfilled and living a happy aligned life regardless of what those external circumstances and situations are so love yourself through it give yourself grace forgive yourself when you fall back into old habits and remember that this is a journey remember that Feeling the negative feelings or what you deem as negative is part of the journey, is the self-awareness, is the personal responsibility. Feeling those feelings and accepting that there will forever be ups and downs, accepting that you will forever be on this journey, accepting that the biggest growth comes from the biggest struggles. If you don't feel those feelings and grow through them, you're never going to come out better on the other side. It is such a necessary, important part of this growth. 
Personal growth and spiritual development is not about always being happy. It's about always being aware and taking personal responsibility. So I think I'm going to end it on that note. As always, I could Reiki rant forever, but I think that you will get the point and understand this. And I am here to answer questions about how to help with this, answer questions about um, whether or not you are taking the responsibility. And it's always helpful to find a friend who you can count on. I have a couple friends who I can go to and say, you know, is this me? Because going to your girlfriends just for them to like bash your husband and be on your side when you're like mad at him isn't productive. Again, we're going off another rant, but find friends who will call you out on your shit and help you grow spiritually versus help you make excuses and mask the real problem. So personal development, spiritual growth, all starts with personal responsibility and self-awareness and above all things, self-love and grace. And once again, self-love your own vibration is the most important thing you can ever work on. So I love you. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends who you think might find this valuable. Give me all the tips if you have any after my first um, podcast recording. I would really appreciate it. And that's all. See you soon.